0: Hello and welcome to another episode. It's just me, Sean, tonight. And, uh, you know, I've been seeing a lot of the hubbub about President Trump and uh, what seems like uh, dozens of Republicans coming down with coronavirus this week. And while I really enjoy a good pile on uh, to make fun of people for their own uh, ill fortune that they've created, uh, part of this Podcast. I want to con- I want to stay focused on the things that are happening that affect working people, that affect you and me and our neighbors and our loved ones. And uh, as I was doom scrolling through Twitter the other day, looking for the latest Republican that has gotten themselves uh, exposed to and contracted coronavirus because they want to hug at a rose garden ceremony. Um, One of the things that struck me that popped out was an article from Reuters on October 3rd, 2020, whose title is, Pelosi says airline aid deal is near, asks for halt to job cuts. And as you scroll through it, the Speaker of the House Is asking to halt furloughs and firings. This is quoting the the article saying a long awaited deal to provide another $25 billion in aid for the struggling sector is, quote, imminent. $25 billion in aid for the airlines. And I distinctly remember, because this is one of the things, you know, when I, my job, I travel quite a bit, I fly 40 weeks a year, uh, and I very regularly am on. Airplanes and airlines. I follow that sector somewhat closely just because it pertains rather heavily to me. Uh, I remember when we went into lockdown in March. My last flight uh, was March 12th. Um, Pulled my kids out of daycare on March 13th and school on March 13th. And it was two weeks later, two weeks later, that the airlines were saying they were going to need a bailout. It was unbelievable to me that the one of the most profitable businesses in America, airlines, where they've been allowed to monopolize themselves and control uh, flights going to and from certain areas. You try and fly into the southwest, Delta owns that. It is insane to me that these like they protected their routes. It is insane to me that these companies who regularly deal in antitrust activity and never seem to have any uh, uh, ramifications come from the governments that oversee them. They're just allowed to add on baggage fees. They're allowed to, you know, uh, be the only carrier in and out of smaller areas of the country. And it's accepted. That's just the way it's going to work. They've got their territory. They can make sure it's profitable this way for everybody. Um, And in one year, in 2019, they collected $8.6 billion in fees for bag fees, ticket change fees. This is from USA Today. And then in the same time period, Uh, they've been engaging in stock buybacks. And in an article I have here from Bloomberg, 96% of the free cash flow from airlines was spent on stock buybacks, leaving them no money to protect themselves from any downturn in the economy, any downturn in air travel, any downturn in earnings. So remember back to the housing crisis. When it would have been a moral hazard to bail out homeowners, how homeowners needed to be taught a lesson for overextending themselves, how homeowners were the ones to blame for the bubble that had burst not risky wall street behavior, not collateralized debt obligations, not the intertwining of financial instruments that tied all these corporate these banks together into something that couldn't fail without systemic risk to the entire system. Remember, remember back then it was the problem and the fault of the individual, right? The individual's fault. And then when the when tax breaks are passed, when we're sold trickle-down economics from the conservatives, then we have to make sure that the system rewards the people who have made the risk, right? That's, that's what we're sold, that the system has to ensure that those who take the risk, who put up their money, who, who engage in the market and accept the risk of losing that money have the ability to earn their money back. But what we're seeing again and again and again is those people, those groups, that small, tiny group can create a system for themselves where they can create risk for us and reward for them. They can take their companies, engage in monopolistic behavior, set up routes for themselves, establish fees. You'll notice that most of these fees are almost exactly the same. Baggage fees on... One airline are pretty much the exact same as baggage fees and change fees on the other airline, unless you have status, in which case they're all waived if you spend all your money with them. And then that status isn't recognized on other airlines, of course. That's just how that works. Now, what we're seeing here is when stock buybacks, and for if you don't know what stock buybacks are, it's where a corporation takes its excess cash and goes to the stock market, buys its own stock back. That used to be considered stock manipulation and was illegal. And you've seen over the years, as inequality has worsened, in 1982, stock buybacks became legal again. Or legal in the first place. I don't know if they ever were illegal. But corporations give their C-suite, their CEO, the president, stocks. <clears throat> and the way that the those people are incentivized is to increase the stock value for shareholders. And the one way you do that is you take all the cash and either give it out in dividends or the thing that increases the value of the stock owned by the CEO or the president or the C-suite is by stock buybacks. That makes it smaller. It makes the amount of available stock smaller. The prices go up. And it is an indicator of a healthy, air quotes healthy position of the company. They're able to devote money to stock buybacks like that. The problem is that money comes from me and you. That money is value that's been created by the workers, the people on the ground, making sure that those air those uh, aircraft are safe, making sure the passengers are safe, making sure the aircraft can fly, flying the aircraft, getting the food to the aircraft, water, drinks, the gate gate attendants. That whole infrastructure has been created and now the excess money going into that or the profits going into that instead of being given out to the workers or reinvested into the aircraft or reinvested into the business is going to stock buybacks. And their rainy day fund didn't last them two weeks before they were coming asking for a bailout from the very same people That they were taking the money from in the first place. And then they furloughed 30,000 of their workers. 30,000 workers have been furloughed. Because of the reduced uh, volume of traffic on the airlines. So they furloughed workers and then go to the public and ask for money to pay to keep the airlines afloat. The same people who have paid themselves millions in bonuses. Billions in stock buybacks. It, like, insane money in stock buybacks. Here's another article from Washington Post. Seven out of every $8 the foreign line sent to Wall Street from 2015 through 2019. $39.1 billion out of $44.7 billion went for share buybacks. The rest went for dividends. $39.1 billion. No rainy day fund because couldn't possibly have money sitting on the air quote sidelines. The airline executives fuel a cycle of stock buybacks, which push up that stock price, which increase the compensation for themselves, leaving us in the lurch. Now, the house is looking to pass a clean uh, bill that would fund uh, bailout for the airline industry. Now, There are no consumer protections in that bill. There's no change fees uh, uh, restrictions. There's no baggage fee restrictions. There's no size restrictions for the seats. uh, You see deep frame thrombosis where you sit too long and seats are too small in which you can't move and you get blood clots in your legs. There are no consumer protections attached to this money. It is basically free money. So you and I can't get a bailout That was CARES 1 in which they already had it. That ran out and that's gone. And now that the business is still failing, they're going to bail out the airlines again. The people don't get a a bailout. Airlines get another bailout. And we don't get any consumer protections attached to it. So while everyone seems to be focused on Trump's sickness... And I do agree that that's something to focus on. There's massive ramifications for the physical and mental state of that man and the control he has over the executive branch of our government. This is what the legislative branch is focusing on. Not me and you. Not even me and you by way of bailing out the airlines. They're worried about their donors. They're worried about keeping the airlines afloat who have dug themselves a massive pit and are asking me and you to come help bail the water. It's insane.